0: welcome back to another podcast you guys today i'm back with micah
1: where's he at oh hey he's right here spoiler (laughs) alert
0: nope today we're here to talk about nope (laughs) um jordan peele's newest film his third directorial film uh have you seen his two others
1: i saw get out and what was the other one us yes i have
0: yeah, both films are fantastic. I actually wrote a paper on Get Out, um, yeah. comparing it with Night of the Living Dead, how they both talk about racism through their cinematography. Oh, okay. It's cool. Um, but in Nope, I, I, I think this was better than Us. I don't think it was better than Get Out, though. Agreed. But it was definitely a top-tier horror film from the year. The beginning of the film was really shocking. I was not expecting a nickel to pierce through the dead skull. That was definitely another unique thing that I haven't seen in a movie before.
1: I didn't know if it was uh, really like stuff falling out of the sky or like it was just like what happened. Everything like, really threw me off too.
0: Yeah, I was really thrown by the nickel. Um, like,
1: like you think that that is a nickel is important?
0: probably everything is probably important if you look too into it but jordan peele doesn't want you to look too far into everything so i'm confused of
1: which uh, things to look into and which <laughs> things to not look into so we're saying it would be uh behoove us to not uh get too into the grooves of the movie right yes and the nickel is the only coin with a flat edge with no grooves we don't have to look too deep into it we'll go with that <laughs>
0: The monster, the UFO, was unable to digest certain things, including metal, steel, and banners for some reason.
1: Dude, needs to take a clown class.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of this movie centered around the, uh, or Jean Jacket disrupting things in the sky. They slowly figure out that this thing is an animal, which was a really cool concept, honestly. I know you were expecting, like, yeah i was really, it uh, was too honestly from the trailers like a uFO
1: or something yeah i uh i didn't expect it to like unfold the way it did
0: right we thought we thought it was gonna get more science fiction, but it stayed a little more uh, grounded than that
1: yeah i uh it even... worked. They were showing, like, the people getting digested and stuff. And I just thought they were, That's like... horrifying. <laughs> I thought they were just bugging, you know? <laughs> I thought they were just being claustrophobic. But, uh, no, nah, they were really feeling it.
0: Yeah, I thought... Um, feeling pressure. Yeah. I thought that wasn't going to be it for those characters either. I'm like, oh, okay, we're seeing them right now, which means they will be okay in the future.
1: <laughs> Based on
0: <laughs> nope. prior movies I've seen. Nope. <laughs> um, I like how this film talks a lot of about the uh, the treatment of animals especially exotic ones that we do not fully understand or we can't fully control like gordy's home which is the show that uh steven young's character which you might know from the walking dead uh no no i haven't seen the show that is sad that's where i know steven young from did you recognize him from anything
1: um i actually recognized uh the dead as first i recognized him as the president from rick and morty and yeah. then i saw his <laughs> face and i was like yo that's uh dr cromich from future man and then like putting that together that was crazy
0: okay yeah he's been in a lot too but i recognized his voice from rick and morty <laughs> Dang, um, and
1: we're talking about how he caught a coin in his face right so like he got like the president got a president oh my goodness <laughs> that's definitely coincidental <laughs> he said coincidental Oh Co- my Co- God! Coming inside dental, <laughs> but like <laughs> ocular.
0: <laughs> the Gordy's home scene was traumatizing for audiences. This was definitely the most memorable scene in the film, and Jordan Peele did this intentionally. um Working during this movie was really weird because I would serve food during the scene, <laughs> and people would have like their jaws would just be on the ground and be like, here's your popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jordan Peele wanted us to think of this movie and that chimps scene and force audiences to have a newfound respect for these types of animals that can't be controlled. That was definitely the message that I thought he was driving.
1: It was like, uh, the monkey felt like some type of way after... Like, he felt some way that the people were moving and, like, moaning, but then when they stopped mo- moaning, he, got, like, felt a type of way again. But, like, is that, like, do you know if that's really what goes on in nature, where, like, animals just be, like, playing until it's not a game, and then, like, they realize they kind of went too far? Sometimes they snap. I don't know. 100%. I mean, like, like, people get in fights and stuff, and then, like, like, sometimes you, uh, like, push someone away and they don't come back, and it's, like... I wonder if Aunt, like if that's what they were saying with the monkey like hitting on their leg and then just like knocking his hat off, and then he tries to make it up with uh, Stephen Young's character, right?
0: Yeah,
1: I couldn't tell then if they were like when he went for the fist bump and he had like the veil in front oh of his eyes. Oh my god! I yeah. couldn't tell like if he couldn't tell something was in there, if he should go in to try to attack it, or if he was trying to like make what, up for what happened. I couldn't tell.
0: What the veil was representing was that they kept um, they kept saying to not look directly up at the animal. Wow so wow isn't that crazy yeah. <laughs> everything is so particularly planned out um yeah so since he wasn't looking at the chimp directly he was spared wow he was like oh you respect my nature of presence i guess i don't know um This entire film was loosely based off a true story that happened with a woman named Charla Nash. For those of you who don't know about the Oprah Winfrey interview that happened a few years ago, um, her friend Sandra Harold owned a chimp and treated him similarly to uh, how Gordy was treated in the film. It's almost another human being or as Gordy was an actor on the set Um, in the film. Jupe, played by Stephen Young, doesn't learn his lesson after his traumatic experience with Gordy the Chimp and decides to capitalize on the incident, or on the incident, excuse me, instead of learning from the experience, which ends up being his downfall. Um, since he was spared by the Chimp, he should have taken that and ran with it, but instead he took it as a, oh, that means I'm more powerful than a normal human that means i have a connection to all exotic animals and they will spare me but he didn't have that supernatural
1: power that he thought he did his reach might be international but it wasn't extraterrestrial (laughs) um but the thing you said it was his downfall but it was really his rise up in a way but it was that rise up that was his downfall Mm -hmm. and just like how like we're just talking about them getting digested (laughs) you <laughs> had yeah. to let that sink in.
0: Poor sink in? Cause they're sinking into his into Jean Jacket's stomach. Exactly. Yeah. Um The story with Charla Nash, though, she was just a friend that would visit Sandra Harold and her chimp, and the chimp was friends with her and recognized her from time to time, but this time he was just angry. And Sandra couldn't settle him down, so she gave him Xanax, Travis the Chimp. (laughs) And then uh, Travis the Chimp's uh, Charla Nash holding a uh, Tickle Me Elmo toy, which was his. And he got really riled up and just attacked her and mauled her face. So the person you see in the stand with a veil over her face, it's based off of Charla Nash because that's similar to what she looked like in the oprah interview she like lifted her veil and showed her face off for Got the you. first time
1: Gotcha.
0: but she was mutilated and barely oh, alive mm-hmm.
1: it's horrifying was um she had like facial transplant surgery
0: there was some kind of facial surgery but the doctors had to go through like therapy as well because the operation was just so bad Wow. (laughs) i listened to a couple podcasts on this because i was interested but it's horrifying everyone in the town knew the chimp and loved him and he would even like stop to get ice cream at the ice cream truck (laughs) what but then he just snapped one day Because he didn't belong in a home. Wow. But that's basically what Nope was kind of all about. Was
1: the respect of these types of animals. (laughs) Dang, so like, now you got me conflicted. (laughs) Because, like, evolutionarily, if we come from monkeys, then, like, we shouldn't be in homes either. Right. Right. In the same way that, like, you should respect your elders and not, like, stare them down. Right? And yet uh like our prisons are filled you know and we're supposed to be a mature civilization but i guess not especially that's what the movie's saying
0: we haven't evolved as much as we thought that could also be an
1: aspect of it
0: too i think yeah um jupe has the scissors from us on his desk in his office apparently i completely um, missed that. Yeah, i noticed <laughs> He also has a picture, like, he has, like, a bunch of posters from shows and movies he's been in, and one is, like, from the perspective of a wishing well, a little on the nose, because later on in the movie,
1: Mm -hmm. Emerald uses the wishing well thing to take a picture. I thought she was trying to use the flash to get the the jean jacket's attention, and then, like, Uh, when I put it together, I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, that was really well done. I don't know if that's a thing. Wishing well cameras. I
1: don't know.
0: I've never seen that before.
1: Now I'm just thinking about uh, like you throw coins in a wishing well, right? And it's like the movie starts with the coin coming down, and then like the movie Whoa. pretty much ends. What like, <laughs> are the odds that it's heads up, right? Oh my goodness! Like, don't look into its eye. <laughs> yeah. It's all connected. At one point Dang, well we said don't look into its eyes like the point of the movie and we're saying whether or not like we should really be wondering why it's a nickel, like don't look too into the (laughs) eyes.
0: It all works. (laughs) At one point Jupe even sends some people dressed as chimps to scare OJ because they stole his statue horse from him. This was kind of scary at first. I liked how the audience was completely convinced that this was a part of the horror in the movie, though.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't get So I thought it was, uh, I thought they had alien masks on. I didn't realize they were monkey masks.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. At first, I thought it was aliens, too. But after further investigation, I was like, oh, it makes more sense. Because Gordy and all of his merchandise was the chip masks that he had, too i thought they were all alien masks
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm screaming (laughs) crazy is uh that i'm saying that (laughs) the monkeys look like aliens right but that's the whole thing is that
0: like jean Jacket looks like an alien
1: yeah and we're saying that it's like a commentary on our coming from monkeys but like we're foreign to ourselves in a way like we look different and then like we call people that like immigrate aliens Right, but like we all came from orangutan. What is an alien? A jean jacket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I love this movie. There's so much you can discuss about it. Um, the shoe standing up lines up with the consistent themes of bad miracles that OJ keeps mentioning the entire time.
1: Huh. So, uh, what are the bad miracles that show up? Like okay, the shoe. Oh
0: man, I, <laughs> I couldn't name the other ones. I just remembered that one. Um, probably the uh, nickel thing. That might be a bad miracle in some way. Huh.
1: Hmm. So I was thinking that the shoe was upright because of like some sort of field that the the Jean Jacket was making, right? Yeah. Uh. And then I was like, all right, so then on top of that, if it's affecting the electricity, like electromagnetic fields, okay, shoe upright, drawn to it. But then I'm thinking about it, like a shoe's, like a sole, the sole of it, right, is rubber, like not really magnetic or conductive, right? So I'm like, bad miracle, like what are the odds of that happening?
0: Pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) OJ and Emerald Haywood were already disrespected by Hollywood in the beginning of the film, juxtaposing Jup's experience as a white male. They were able to have different reactions to the creatures harming them, which helped O.J. and Emerald survive, since they already knew to have respect for these creatures, much like Hollywood mm. didn't respect their horses.
1: Mm. Their horses.
0: So this is also a nod to how Hollywood treats animals in films and their actors <laughs> wow powerful <laughs> um the scene with jupson's entire audience being swallowed up was horrifying we talked about i mean there were children there too uh-huh. <laughs> oj and emerald try to get pictures of the creature throughout the film and they recruit a couple of people to help them this was pretty entertaining to watch. It was funny. I love how they use the uh, inflatables as a distraction for the beast around the farm, and OJ like running on his horse was really cool. <laughs> Such a cool plan.
1: Yeah, I thought um I thought that the reflectors on his hood were going to be like eyes, and he was going to get sucked up because of it. Ah, uh, but um, yeah, that was really smart. And then I like the whole um, first motion picture being a black man on a horse right and like people don't see him right
0: everything everything is so well put together this is my third favorite film of the year i would say behind everything everywhere and the batman
1: Hmm. okay did you not like the batman <laughs> i actually haven't seen the batman oh. but
0: it's debatable yeah Oh people say it's the best one people say it's the worst one i think it's good but not as good as the dark knight
1: okay is it is that just based on like Heath ledger's performance
0: no that movie is just phenomenal (laughs) harvey Dent is such an interesting character he carries that as well but anyway um I like the scene with the emerald and the tech guy in the house. Blood started raining and they were just stuck there. There were so many memorable moments that I'm gonna think of this movie. And not many films have uh, had moments that stand out like Nopez, And they had a handful of them. <laughs> like the chimp scene, I'm gonna remember.
1: Uh, them getting swallowed up in jean jacket. When uh, jean jacket the photo that she takes from the the well camera mm-hmm. when it spreads like a like a fly
0: that's iconic yeah.
1: that, that blew me away i was like what's it like i thought it was just gonna be a saucer over top i'd be like all right i've seen that right. <laughs> no i haven't <laughs> there were a
0: lot of things that like separated this film from everything else which
1: these days
0: there's not many things that do that
1: so i'm thinking about jean jacket as a. Uh when it unfolds right Mm -hmm. and it's like even when it's the spaceship it's method of Mm -hmm. acting is like uh airflow right um and then i'm like oh if we're talking about like looking right and then looking being a problem if you're looking at like a gust of wind it would make you have to squint right Mm -hmm. and so like the whole thing is like showing respect to something right and it's like like bow your head or like lower your eyes or something and it's funny that the one thing that they sent up has one eye closed, one eye open.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the inflatable, the cowboy. Yeah. The scene with the motorcyclist from TMZ was also really intense. I thought that was creative. I didn't even think of that being a, a part of the movie.
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell... Uh... I thought, like, I didn't know what that guy was doing on the bike. Like, I thought he was just some guy. And then right. I, I thought he was just trying to, like, shoot him or something, to be honest. And he really was trying to shoot him with the camera, though. <laughs> so,
0: In a way, yeah. He was trying to steal from them once again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, So I was confused because I thought that uh, Stephen Young's character, he's, like, it shows him looking up when it starts sucking everything up, right? And, like, I could have sworn you saw people's shadows going up into the sky, and he's just standing there. So then when the guy on the bike comes by, and he's like, after he crashes, and he's talking to him, I thought it sounded like uh, like him. And I was going to be like, Ooh. how did he get out of it? <laughs> and then, like, and then he was about to take it off, and he's like, I got to go. I was like, ah, oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> I like that there was no uh, twist or anything with the helmet, that it was just an anonymous person. It didn't, didn't need to be like a Kylo Ren situation.
1: You know what it was is like. Uh, oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that it, like the thing that that silver ball the guy holds in front of the horse to make it jump. Yeah, it's like his helmet, and like <laughs> he looks at the helmet, and then the, the horse he jumps on the horse. <laughs> right.
0: That was so well done too. It's good so, foreshadowing.
1: So we're saying that uh, like non-human animals just sort of had an instinct to not look at the thing based on like how they live and that's why like the horse like reacted some type of way or we're saying that uh the haywoods learned from watching the horse kick because it saw the thing to not look at it right i think it's the latter
0: (laughs) um the cinematographer that they recruit he gets the money shot but he ends up dying (laughs) trying to get the per the perfect shot it goes well with his character arc but i couldn't help but wonder why was he in this movie didn't really i guess it was like a nod to hollywood trying to do whatever it takes to get the money shot (laughs) um but i don't really know if it was necessary
1: i guess uh it made sense to me as far as like just like pure passion for something and wanting to mm-hmm. like have it happen yeah like it was touching like that but uh it would have been like i thought they would have got away with something you know um instead of just a picture at the end like having some tape but yeah I, I wasn't feeling any type of way about it i was like
0: i was like oh no what are you doing he, he even
1: had like the, the the sit garb on and everything you know like, <laughs> and he was ready to be sacrificed or something
0: poor guy i don't know why he did that but good for him
1: i was thinking about whether i'd want to go in there head up or feet like head first or feet first right i probably i probably would not want to go in feet first i'm not trying to be upside down on top of it uh but i was like i was thinking about him filming it and like he like he's going in like this and then i was like huh like no no i I just realized there's no way we're getting that tape back so
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like all right (laughs) see you Emerald saves the day and gets a photo of the creature at the well in Jeep's carnival area. Uh, The well picture thing was a cool concept. We talked about that before. And OJ may or may not have survived the film at the end because, like you said, OJ standing on the horse, they kind of had like a goodbye before Emerald went to take the picture of the creature. And then from the mist or the fog or whatever you can see oj in the distance under the sign and then the title screen nope Uh so you're convinced that he is dead
1: i feel like he's alive to be honest oh okay
0: (laughs) i want him to be alive i want him to be alive too but i could totally see why people would think he's dead yeah that makes sense
1: they really uh like, they wrote that ambiguity in with the title, like, it's either, like, showing Nope after he's just, like, in that mist, it's like, it's either Nope, like, he's not actually there, like, Nope, Mm -hmm. but it's also, like, he's really there, like, it thought it was, like, it thought it was gonna get him, but Nope. But
0: Nope. Nope.
1: You think that, (laughs) you think that that was a more ambiguous ending than Inception?
0: Why am I blanking on the ending of Inception right now?
1: Because, uh, it was a cliffhanger. It didn't really end. It's, uh, the coin spinning on the table as he goes to see his kids.
0: Oh. Uh, no, I think this was more ambiguous. That one, I was like, oh, yes, yeah, he's with his kids.
1: Dang, and, like, okay. Uh, now I'm, I'm thinking about how they're on, uh, for the end of Nope, they're on, they're in, like, the... The West, right? The Western, like tumbleweed area, right? And it's like, oh, and then like you have the mist, which is like the thing was Gene Jack was hiding in the clouds all the time. But then it's like, as far as a mirage, like in the desert where like it's completely dry, but there's some wet, and like it's that wet that causes. That was crazy.
0: Everything works. <laughs> Apparently, Except
1: Gene Jack is digestion. Yeah, not for everything. Should have had a V8. Although it can't digest engines either, so it might not have been too good.
0: <laughs> Apparently Jordan Peele's favorite movie is The uh, The Shining, which is my third favorite film of all time. I'm obsessed with everything in that movie as well. So that makes sense why I like this movie.
1: Yeah, the blood raining down reminds me of the elevator scene.
0: Yeah. It's probably... The,
1: the kids, too, now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, Being trapped in a place, <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I'm glad that he took that as inspiration. That's a great film.
1: Dang, and Shining, and, like, the whole thing is, like, the eye of the storm. And, mm-hmm. like, we're talking about, like, the Shining and something blocking it out, right? <laughs> or, like, blocking your eyes from, like, what's... From the Shining. <laughs>
0: But anyway, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Written? Dope?
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: thank you for coming on the podcast. Of
1: course, um, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Do you have an outro
1: or anything you want to say? Just drop some game real quick. The blind might not be able to see, <laughs> it, but believe that they can watch. Likewise. The deaf might not be able to hear, but believe that they can listen. Thank you.
0: Be nice to each other out there.